the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... Before we get into the ridiculous spectacle of the governor of California versus the governor of Florida for I don't know what. And by the way, what are those fiberglass? What's the where did Newsom get his teeth done? I mean, everybody in California has got fake everything. But those son of a guns, they were they were reflective. They were so white. It was very it was like the mask with Jim Carrey. But the DeSantis deliver on it. What was the goal? What did DeSantis have to win? Nothing. And if you think you're going to convince Marxists, communists, socialists, or half-assed gangster Chicago Democrats to stop voting for their mafia dance, you're wasting your time. The proof is in the success versus the failure. That's it. No argument. And quite frankly, uh, I didn't think the, the moderator did any good either. But as I'm in Studio Xanadu, I can't help but notice on my three TVs here that uh, there's some sort of an argument over whether Santos should have been thrown out, and it's being defended by Republicans. This is the problem with this collectivist party. Because if you're any kind of Republican and you're going to pretend that this low-life piece of dung was somehow on your team, you're as delusional as the Marxists that vote for Newsom and the Chicago Mafia Democrats. Do you have any standards? This piece of dung should have been thrown out without any of this nonsense. And I hear Republican congressmen, my own, here in Florida, talk about how it's America and he's, he's about a trial. No, no, that's a court system. This is politics, and none of you are entitled to a trial. That's why it's called high crimes and misdemeanors. See, this is the problem. Otherwise, we wouldn't be strapped with this fracking, thieving, traitor moron called the president. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> So they have no standards. You'll let the idiot with dementia pretend to be the president with all of the controversy of how he got there. Alex, we're from the 2020 election. The Thetford Township supervisor alerted Michigan State Police last August after she learned of this discovery. 289 absentee ballots were found in a storage unit in downtown Clio. Rachel Stanky says she was first alerted back in 2021 about the possibility of absentee ballots being in a storage unit from someone who worked the election. Yeah, no dung. They stole the fracking election. They shut it down for four hours in very specific targeted areas. They came up with ridiculous ballots from nowhere. That's what I wanted you to work on from the minute it was stolen. And in the meantime, you're pretending we're winning with who? DeSantis? DeSantis is a good governor. You know, Squirrel, I could, I, I could make this example with myself, right? Sometimes people are very good at one thing and not so good at another. And I'll give you an example. 
In the mercantile exchange, when I was a trader, I didn't have a lot of money. So I never was a good trader in positions. I couldn't do it. I didn't have the money to sustain the risk. I had very good friends that would have these big, giant swings. They'd hold their, their position. They'd double down. They'd make their way out of it. I didn't do that. I did something called arbitrage. I saw an opportunity. I was in and out, in and out, in and out. That's all I did. I didn't have the money or the, or the patience to be a speculator trader where you hold bad positions for a week. I, didn't, I couldn't do it. So I knew what I was good at, and I did it very well. Ron DeSantis is a very good governor. Very good. But you looked ridiculous last night. Now I'm going to tell you. And I'm probably the only one who's not a Democrat that's going to tell you that. And you positioned yourself to look ridiculous. There was no winning outcome for you. None. The winning outcome is the way you govern. You see, the state of Florida is the example of how a state should be run. And it speaks for itself. And the fact that Newsom's in-laws live here, that's it. Over with. But to position yourself where you have this movie star actor who's as fake as a $3 bill, but that's what sells. Democrats don't want truth and fact. They enjoy the illusion of utopia. This is a well-known thing for decades and decades, and many people have talked about it in the past. Those who would trade our freedom for the soup kitchen of the welfare state have told us they have a utopian solution of peace without victory. They call their policy accommodation. That's it. You're never going to lure them over over with the with the pitfalls of freedom. These people don't want to be free. There's a comfort in servitude. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. Democrats believe that. They don't want to be in charge of their life. They want someone making decisions for them. So the Newsoms of America, the Pritzkers of America, the communist rats, no matter how many times they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar, that is a cult. You're not going to lure them over. All you did last night was make RFK look fantastic. And people will forget that he spent his time as an eco-Nazi that would make King Charles proud. They'll forget it all because he's figured out the way to take advantage of the fact what we all instinctively know. Both parties are corrupt. And the idea that so many Republicans would support George Santos proves it beyond the shadow of a doubt. If the Republican Party had any standards, George Santos wouldn't have gotten near the Republican Party. But he did. And he became congressman. And the beauty of our system, as Ronald Reagan articulated, we don't have to have a court proceeding. If you're a crooked bastard and we suspect you of it, you're out of the office. There's no lawyer like what you have going on with the ex-president Trump. This is why it's called high crimes and misdemeanors. I don't have to prove anything. I just have to have the evidence that you're a crooked rat. And by the way, we've had that evidence for the guy destroying our country, pushing us into World War III, and backdoor nationalizing our economy. And we've had it, and the FBI has had it, and that's a bigger issue than these two wannabe strippers auditioning for who's going to be the lead stripper. Yeah, yeah.
The official act that was corrupt that Republicans are alleging today was that when he was vice president, Joe Biden pushed for the firing of a Ukrainian prosecutor. And this was the subject of the impeachment of, of Donald Trump. And you had a lot of State Department officials who came in and said, this wasn't Joe Biden's policy, this was our policy. He didn't do this to benefit his son. He did this because we wanted him to do it. So did they all commit perjury, uh, or are you going to bring them back for more interviews? Why, why are Republicans just ignoring all that testimony? No, no one's ignoring testimony. Let me tell you the top four pieces of evidence with regard to the Biden. I just have a bullet points here. From 2014 to 2019, Biden family members and their affiliate companies received over $15 million from foreign companies and foreign nationals. These are all facts. Facts are stubborn things. That included Ukraine, Russia, Kazakhstan, Romania, and China. Biden business associates received an additional $9 million. The, the, the chairman here have uncovered a lot of facts. President Biden has, of course, lied at least 16 times about his involvement in his family's business schemes. There are at least 22 examples of Joe Biden speaking with or meeting with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. That's treason. And instead, I'm going to talk about some phony wannabe actor, Gavin Newsom, who has destroyed the quality of life so much so that for the first time in his story, more people move out than move in, including his father-in-law. So now I have to have the governor of Florida, who, by the way, didn't you just get elected to be the governor? Sit on your ass in the Capitol and be the governor. This idea that you were elected and within months you run for the presidency. I'm sorry, kid. You lost a lot of credibility. And in the meantime, when you even were doing your whatever that was last night, which was, to me, ridiculous, you didn't point out the most important part about Florida. Their willingness and the fact that they are enforcing law the way it should be. Sarasota police confirmed today they are investigating Christian Ziegler following allegations. Wait. And a number of new laws are now in effect as of today, arguably the most controversial one centers around changes to Florida's death penalty. Child rapists can now face execution for their crimes. News for Jack's reporter Ashley Harding explains why the law is still likely to face challenges in court. Because sexual predators and the abusers of children want to stay alive so they can continue to do it. It has a recidivism rate of 99%. And this is the greatest way you can tell people who have been victims of child predators, people who have kids that don't want to have their kids victims of child predators, that in Florida, if you harm and sexually harm a child, we will kill you. In Florida, if you rob and rape and pillage, we will kill you. That is the difference. And if you're a criminal and you steal, we will arrest you and we will throw your crooked ass in prison and then let them have the alternative, the Democrat sewer states. Let them have New York, New Jersey, Chicago and California because they don't want the crooks in prison. They don't want them in prison at all. What they want them to do is uh, is run their government. It is perhaps the most significant of the four so-called schemes that prosecutors are presenting to the jury. They're alleging that former alderman Ed Burke used his official position to illegally help the developers of the old main post office. Jurors have been watching secretly recorded videos and listening to wiretap phone calls that show Burke discussing his dealings with the developers. I think I've got some good news. I talked to Sky Gal today. So did we land the, uh, the tuna? Some of the recordings were made by former... And by the way, 
If Ed Burke would have ran again, he'd have won. Because the step and fetch wants something for nothing. They loved him. The most powerful alderman in the city's history. And everybody knew what this crook was. So arrogant, he never thought he'd get caught. And now that he did, he knows. He's never going to do a day. For Alderman Danny Solis, who agreed to cooperate with the FBI after confronted with evidence of his own crimes. The focus so far today has been on the contract Burke's law firm signed to represent the developers on another property in Chicago, the Sullivan Center on State Street. In a recorded phone call, Solis congratulates Burke on getting the Sullivan Center business and asks... There's, there's a thousand of these examples. And then switch the phony half-assed slip-and-fall law firm to Madigan's. A thousand. And this is the way they like it. How many other aldermen are slip-and-fall pretend lawyers that are in the same exact shakedown business? How about the other one with the phony blonde hair like Farrah Fawcett? Now he's a Republican. He's another scumbag. And the question is, do you have standards or not? So the people that choose to continue to live in these Democrat mafia-run states, you had the choice. And you made it. And they say if we'll only avoid any direct confrontation with the enemy, he'll forget his evil ways and learn to love us. Wrong. He won't. This is the idea of a government central collectivism versus the freedom this country was built on. And the people who like the Democrats don't mind it. And they're not even worried about the scandal after scandal, because the real lead story, as far as I'm concerned, is that Senator Blackburn tried to subpoena the records of Jeffrey Epstein, and it was squashed by other senators. And since we're in the business of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I filed. A subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane. Given the numerous allegations of human trafficking and sexual abuse surrounding Mr. Epstein, I think it is very important that we identify everybody that was on that plane and how many trips they took on that plane. So why don't the Democrats ask little Dick Durbin why the Democrat senators in America don't want to know or don't want the people to know? 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. At the Copacabana, the hottest spot. Barry Manilow's teeth are more yellow than Gavin Newsom's teeth. That was what was really distracting. But here's the problem, squirrel. Most uh, divorcees understand this. People, human beings, have two eyes and two ears. The problem is, when your eyes are working, your ears rarely do. So all Newsom had to do is stand up there with his phony, shiny teeth, his slick back hair, and people forgot. And even the people that live in the hellhole he, uh, he has now created after the greatest state in the country, they'll still vote for him. Because what you're trying to do is appeal to morons. And I think that's a huge mistake, especially when you do moron moves, like give them standing the way Ron DeSantis did. I thought it was an absolute debacle, and I know I've irritated a lot of people. I'm getting the text messages. Well, that's too bad. I'm not here because I'm going to do what Newsom does, tell you the beautiful lie. I'm here to tell you the ugly truth. And when Ron DeSantis stands up there and looks like his shorts are a size too small, there's a problem. And in the meantime, the slick son of a dog, 
somehow comes out a winner. This is, this is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. And do you think that changed one Democrat voter? Do you think that changed one Newsom voter. Not one. Here's a, a, a clip from Los Angeles News. Well, dozens of people attended watch parties across San Francisco. Let's go now to KTVU's Jana Katsuyama, who attended two watch parties tonight with reaction from voters. Jana. Julian, as you saw in that previous poll, you know, when we went to these parties, one party was left-leaning, another more conservative. So I didn't really want to ask who they thought won, but rather why they decided to watch and if tonight's debate really changed their impression of the two men. At Manny's in San Francisco's Mission District, a largely... I wonder if Manny's is like it is in Chicago, with all of the half-assed wannabe gangsters, the Marxist professors, and all of those that are in the short-in-the-pants mafia. A progressive crowd turned out for the debate watch party. Very excited to... Uh... You think you're going to win this guy? You think you're going to win this guy with his pink hair and his earring through his eyelid? Hear what uh, my governor now uh, has to say. California Governor Gavin Newsom going face. He has to say you're a loser and you deserve free housing. You deserve free health care and walking around money. And let's not forget to eat. We're going to pay for that, too. And he's never going to vote for anything other than that. Jim and Lyle. Hey, Sean, did you hear about what the investigators are looking at in the former in the sewer that is? known as Chicago now, what they're looking at. Oh, boy, there's a cornucopia of fraud and misuse and abuse and mafia play. What is it? All right. Well, this is kind of new today. I, I just came across it. They are looking at how Bailey's obtained their Illinois gaming license in their new <laughs> casino in Chicago. Does it have pictures of, of inventors on it in a green elongated bill with a one and two zeros after it stacked on top of each other to impress a Ukrainian wife of a, of a politician? Is there that much money there? Dude, yeah. I would think so. Yeah, $30 million in suitcases. I would think so. Yeah. so someone check Burke's yep. closet. Thank you very much, Jim. How did they get the license? How do you think they got the license? It's Chirac. Uh, Mitchell in Des Plaines. Hey, Sean. Uh, are you familiar with L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, <laughs> and how he took his real estate dwellings, doesn't pay a dime in taxes? Brilliant. Okay. Praise on the on innocent, uh, what I call uh, models and actors, right? Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. in California. Uh-huh. And then make the worst thing is that he uses this thing called the e-machine, right? Yeah. To you hold on to the thing and you tell your security. lie. Yes. Yeah, and then he uses yeah. it against you in the legal Ponzi scam. And the more books you buy, okay, yeah. the better you would send. Because four billion years ago, Satan's landed on planet Earth, and that's the way to get them out of your system. True story. Yeah. And do you think that's dumber than the guy who wears burlap under- underpants and pretends he's going to be Christ next time around? Me either. Thank you very much. Rich in Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? Splendid. Sean, what I wanted to say is I agree with uh, all you have said earlier in the program. And what I wanted to say is uh, the only thing I learned from these debates, and I don't know why they had them, I agree with you, yeah. is that Newsom is one of the biggest puppets in the Democratic Party. Yeah. All they do is praise the president. They uh, they uh, don't answer questions when they're asked. 
Uh, they, they simply won't answer. They'll change the sub- subject. Why didn't? Uh, they, Here's the question. They never give any credit to the uh, Republicans for anything. They deny everything. Newsom's father, that they said. Newsom's father, Bill, served as the financial advisor to the Getty family business from 1972 all the way through the 90s. Yet he only averaged of a $2 billion fund that he was the financial consultant 2% a year. In arguably the, the largest economic growth this country's ever seen. So number one, he sucks at managing money. And number two, doesn't it bother anybody that the guy putting forward the eco-Naziist fascistic movement that has destroyed the greatest state in the, in the country is financed by getting money? Doesn't that bother anybody? 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. There's no. AM560. The answer. What do you think he does, Squirrel? You think you go into the dentist, you sit down in the chair, and you say, Give me the quarter horse. I never saw teeth like that. Phenomenal. I want to see him eat an apple. It was very intriguing. Kent in Elk Grove Village enjoyed it. Oh, my God, Sean. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Oh, that debate was, I was laughing my ass off. My whole family was. I don't know how Gav Newsom could sit there and lie through his teeth with all the facts on the, on the show there. Um, I was actually homeless in Los Angeles when he said, the great state of Los Angeles, I don't know how you can insult them. When I was homeless in Los Angeles, they, the homeless told me I should not be in Los Angeles and to leave. That's how bad the city was, Sean. They were telling me that I was going to get robbed if I was homeless there. Kent, the saddest part of it is that it was only 35 years ago. It was a boom town. I mean, a boom town. Yeah. And, you know, when you go and you talk to people who, who are not communists, they're, they're afraid because of the violence that they expose themselves to where they can act impu- with impunity and create mayhem and, and break the windows of the businesses. I mean, it, it is truly... It's American communism that destroyed that that state. And to give him a format, what were they thinking? And I and by the way, why are they all so friendly? Why is it still referred to as the greatest, the great state of California? It's not great anymore. In fact, it's terrible. I mean, there was a lot of fluffing going on there. And if you know you want to get conspiratorial, that's because I think that the people know in the know, the oligarchs, the control oligarchs of our country, they know that that uh, uh, Biden is not going to make it to the finish line. And there's also well, another thing. Gav said that he's 100% ready to go for another four years. Brother, he'll never see. I Honestly, I don't think he'll see spring. I'm going short. I think Jimmy Carter is going to last about seven days longer than Biden. I appreciate it. I'm uh, glad you're back. I'm glad you're not John. homeless. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that very much. And, you know, it's interesting. The taxation of real estate in California is very, very interesting. They implemented a very socialist idea decades ago. And what that is, is they freeze them. So if you buy your house 60 years ago, you're paying the taxes you were paying 60 years ago, and you get to take it with you one time if you buy another house in California. That's the only difference between California and the Democrat mafia state of Illinois which is destroying your quality of life. The system is broken. Huge assessment hikes in Tinley Park. These residents tell the I-team their assessments doubled or tripled. Lisa Markowitz is facing a jump of 210%. Now, one thing that gets lost in this is, is, well, how did that happen? Then what you're doing is you're indicting the Cook County assessor. 
you're indicting the assessor's office that obviously didn't do their job three years ago, six years ago, ten years ago. And in the meantime, once again, the people learn the hard lesson. It doesn't matter the mistakes, the waste, the fraud, the abuse, the, the corruption. You're paying for it all. And where does it come from? 80% of, human be- of Americans, 80% of Americans, their biggest asset that they'll have is their home. That's why decades ago where couples would work two and three jobs to pay off their home. But the dirty little secret, and that what people have been telling you for years and why I refuse to practice real estate in Illinois, is you don't actually own it. You're just the maintenance. You're the employee. You don't own anything. And I was hysterical. I was like, are you kidding me? Are we going to lose our house? And he said, we might. And I said, what do we do? do See, now what's upsetting to me is had this woman and her husband, probably wonderful people, I don't know them from a chili pepper, had they bought in a great area. You don't have to buy where I live. You don't have to buy. And I know people get to, ah, Florida, Florida, Florida. I, I know. Let's say they would have bought in Tennessee. Not only would their equity be worth 300% more than it is in, in the state mafia-run state of Illinois, their taxes would have been infinitesimal, and they'd be rich. These same people have to come on air and cry. And that's upsetting because it's avoidable. And you know how you know it's avoidable? From state to state to state. And that's the greatest thing you can say about the good states versus the bad states. California has managed to have a, a hybrid socialism, and, and that was not brought up once last night. Now, is DeSantis ignorant to that fact? Or is Sean Hannity ignorant? Why wouldn't it be brought up? We stopped this. We worked hard to get here. I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm going to Indiana. Luis Markasovich's assessment went up 41%. Chuck Burks went up 225%. I think there was a big mistake, and it must have been. Now, when they tell you that your house is worth all of that, why, why, don't, why aren't they liable to write a check for that month? Okay, you now priced me out of the house, so, so, so buy it. I mean, after all, you're paying 91000 for an empty lot that's tainted to a couple of half-assed mobsters. You can't buy my house. You, you want me to pay taxes on it? Buy it. I'd like to know what the assessed value of that empty lot is. See, because if these people want to get out from under it, hire yourself a true scumbag. Burke, if he will support the developer's request for millions of dollars in tax increment financing from the city. Burke replied, quote, absolutely. Absolutely. You need me to ring that register for you? And by the way, do you think it's only Burke? I'll bet you there's a couple of guys who used to be, used to be Democrats, and they used to sit with Burke, rub his pinky finger ring, and now they pretend to be Republicans, and they run, and they're going to run and fix things. You half-assed gangsters make me sick. All of you. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Thanks for making it. Hey, uh, the thing I wanted to bring up, Sean, is uh, these Republicans, man, they made me puke when I think about what they just did. So you got all these things going on with the Democrats and everything. They're all corrupt as heck. The, the Biden family and uh, uh, that uh, Menendez and all of them. They, you could, they could all be arrested. They could all be put in jail. And they, all they do is go after their own. And look how fast they did it. They, they got rid no, of No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. I want to understand you. You're mad that they got rid of this piece of dung? No, 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 no. I'm oh. mad that they take and do use their energy to go at, no, no, he's corrupt and all that stuff. They get rid 
I'm talking about, but look what they're focused. Look at how look at how they stick together and they do it and how effective they are when it's one of their own. Why the hell don't they use that same kind of... Uh, no, I think, I think you misread the news. In fact, the Republicans tried to keep this piece of garbage in there, which is why the winner of last night is RFK. The winner is anybody who understands that the... Me and you, the earners that make this world go around, we're sick and tired of the open and notorious corruption in both parties. You know, it's funny. We had a caller on the line, and he dropped off. He was going to talk about the Illinois uh, gaming. Do you know what's, what's, as this property tax story broke, and these people drown in debt, do you know who's going to win? Those half-assed Republican gangsters who own the video poker machine, because the more desperate people get the more they gamble. And that's why when you go past these places that used to be other businesses, restaurants, gas stations, whatever it is, they all got the casino video games now, and they're packed. That's a sign of poverty and desperation. And that's all these Democrat gangsters have left. And they're going to tax you and steal your money one way or the next because they have to, because they're running a fracking scheme. And they're running out of ways to pay for it. I'm blind when they try to assess my house. Dolores Morris doesn't think she can stay in her home after her assessment went up 45%. Now, is she? she's not as virtuous as the roach that comes here, gets on all kinds of welfare, lives on absolute government sustenance, but promises to vote Democrat. Now, see, my heart breaks for her until I find out if she was a Democrat voter. Now, you got what you deserve, dummy. So let's figure it out. Out of my age. The assessment is up 216% for Roy Barseth. Where am I going to move? You know, I- Because, you know, here's the problem. This is heartbreaking if they were good people that fought against it. But if they wanted in on the Burke Mafia... Later in the day, prosecutors say they will shift their focus to another one of the so-called schemes, this one involving Burke's efforts to help a businessman get the permit for a Binnie's Beverage Depot sign at a shopping center in Portage Park. And- and every business guy, every good American goes along with it. And in there lies the problem. Mafias don't exist because they're successful. They exist because they find new people to steal from. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Are you going to convince... This is, this is the argument that I have with a lot of people. This idea that you're going to attract the mindset of a covetous Marxist. You're not going to. There's no evidence to deter them. Here's a moron that I still can't believe anybody voted for. What's her name? Crockett from Texas? Jasmine Crockett. And she's on Joy Reid. It's hard to figure out which one is a bigger fraud. However, this is the conversation they really have. The business partner said, no, President Biden didn't have anything to do with it. Everyone they've brought in so far that was supposed to be witnesses for the prosecution ended up being witnesses for the defense. Have you seen, uh, as a member of this committee, any evidence that President Biden has any involvement whatsoever in his son's companies or in his businesses? I have not. The evidence doesn't have to be provided for by anybody else. You have the dimwit in diapers giving you the evidence, you moron convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. 
So they said they had they were walking out to press conference. Said, no, I said, I'm not going to we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. (laughs) That is an admission from his own rotten face. And it's still not going to be enough. There is no evidence enough. That's why Ed Burke would have won in perpetuity. After all, he won the last, what, 19 times? And everybody knew what he was. And in the meantime, you think it's unique to Chicago? You're wrong. Here's a judge that uh, Kamala Harris was very close with. This morning, a new investigation into the office of Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo. Newly unsealed court documents that we have obtained show the Texas Rangers want to know if Hidalgo's staffers hid evidence from a grand jury. KPRC2's TJ Parker is live outside of Hidalgo's office downtown with more on what that search warrant reveals. Good morning, TJ. Hey, good morning. Yeah, three of Hidalgo's high-level staffers are already indicted on a multi-million dollar COVID vaccine contract that was awarded to a company called Elevate Strategies. And now the te- I wonder how many of those could apply to every Democrat, Ron Sewer. Here's another one in Houston, Republican state. KPRC2 investigates a Porsche partnership with deep ties to the offices of Mayor Sylvester Turner at City Hall. Yeah, and by now, you may have heard of the name William Paul Thomas in our newscast. He is the former director of Houston City Council Relations and right-hand man to Mayor Sylvester Turner. And Thomas also was federally convicted over a year ago of breaking federal law of conspiracy involving cash bribes. Ties back to an Asian businessman, communist-like. And it leads you to believe to another story that was squashed in the news today that should have been, really, I think, at one of the forefronts of the news, and that's uh, OMG exposing Chinese biolabs and a staffer for a California Democrat congressman who knew all about it. We're doing an investigation to the Chinese biolabs. And the person that you were talking to um, actually works for me. About the Chinese biolabs, you're actually you're actually on video uh, talking about them, talking about your boss, Jim Costa. You've been recorded as part of an undercover investigation. Yeah, I think they had uh, they had a recording of the guy saying like, you know, I'm doing parts of this because uh, uh, to benefit the Chinese government. I, I I don't I think I saw like they had they had like uh, done a camera of. They had, like, kind of secretly reported him saying stuff. I mean, I knew for a few months before anybody else did. Did you? We've known for years that China's been conducting numerous nefarious covert activities right here in the United States. Secret Chinese police stations, underground transportation systems for Chinese nationals, spy and espionage rings. The Chinese even buying thousands of acres of American farmland, some of it right next to our military bases. What's the common denominator, Squirrel? All Democrat-run areas. All. The staffer admits he knew about it and did nothing. And the slaves that continue to vote Democrat, they don't care. They just want some of that PPP money. Glenn in Orlando. Hey, uh, Sean. So Donald Trump is going to trial because he inflated the value of his property. Mm -hmm. So why isn't Cook County going to trial? Because they're the government and they can do anything. Aren't you familiar with Crook County, Cook County, Chicago, Democrat mafias all around the country? Haven't you learned they're gods among us slaves? I yeah. did learn. That's why I'm not going to be there much longer. That's what's excellent about your point. You're dead 
Right. And the evidence isn't that they lied at a, at a, at a recent real estate market years and years ago. Ten years ago is what Donald Trump's on trial for. It's right now. So if the government says your house in Cook County says your house is worth 600000 cut me a check. Prove it. Because they don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole any more than banks do. See, if they wanted to know the value, they would talk to a lender and see what that lender will give you on the house. See, that's one way to do it, Glenn. You know, the way Trump did. But they can't do that. They're not interested in the right answer. They're interested in their answer. They're Democrats. We'll be back. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next guest is a very, very interesting political apparatchik. I remember when Time Magazine called him the most influential private citizen in America. He served as a former advisor to President Donald J. Trump. He is the author of 10 New York Times bestsellers. 10. He's got a new book out called Corrupt, the Inside Story of Biden's Dark Money. He is Dick Morris. Dick, how are you? Good, I'm fine. Uh, I advise you to be heavy on the Constitution, but light on the cigars. No, brother, without the cigars and the coffee, what would I do? What would I be? I'd have to drive myself into a wall because we're losing this argument to the most corrupt people in our society. You and Winston Churchill. Yes, yes. Cigars, yeah. And and the funny thing, Dick, is I remember you, and I remember when you were on the the other side of the fence, but I also remember the other side of the fence being different than it is today. In fact, when when Clinton (laughs) was running for re-election, after he had secured it, what was that, 94 or 95? Was it 95? he was re-elected in 96, in 94 he lost Congress. So he hired me to bring... He hired you. That's what it is. He lost Congress. He hires Dick Morris. Not a year later, he gives the State of the Union, and this is what it sounded like. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. And when he said that, I said to myself, as I watched people who ideologically didn't agree with Democrats, all of a sudden say, well, that makes me feel good. Right. Were you at the Were you at the root of this idea, kid? Yeah, I, I wrote those words. Uh, the uh, The other lines in the speech that got that was fairly memorable is, "The era of big government is over." Yeah, um, it turned out not to be, but for a few years it was. We, I'm proud of my record with Clinton. We see, and when you don't watch men in sports or men in tights chase balls called sports, you remember Dick Morris. And I was on the I never was a Democrat, and I grew up in a very Democrat Chicago suburb. Okay, but the reality is it was a different, different time. And even if you ideologically disagreed with somebody, you knew that they wanted the best for the country. Well, this has all changed. And now the the corrupt aspect is the money, which since you were in politics for Clinton has quintupled. And isn't that the real problem here? It is. But um, as I look back on my years with Clinton, 
I tell you, sometimes it feels like a first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I bet you Bill wishes he had a first one, too, but go ahead. And um, the what I feel is that uh, I really have not changed my views. I'm still happily camped on the 50-yard line, but that's now in the end zone. <laughs> and uh, the party has moved so far to the left that I can't be a Democrat anymore, so I am a Republican. Well, um, but, What's you know, it? the interesting thing to me is that the scandal that my book is about originated with Bill Clinton um, in 1992, 93. Clinton announced that he was going to support admitting China to the World Trade Organization and it took him 10 years to do it. But in 2000, China was admitted. And that was the year that the U.S. trade deficit with China ballooned. It went from $35 billion to Four hundred and fifty billion in two years, and remained at about four hundred billion ever since. So they were desperate to get into the World Trade Organization and basically live a terror-free life. And uh, Deng Xiaoping had come into power in China, promising capitalist reforms, and he implemented them. He was pretty good, but the, without access to the U.S. market, they couldn't do well. So they hit on the strategy of bribing the president. Uh, they bribed Bill Clinton. They gave him uh, hun- hun- really millions of dollars for his re-election, uh, disguised as donations to his legal defense fund. And I would go to these fundraisers for Clinton, and there would be a bunch of Asian guys there. And I figured they weren't from Little Rock, Arkansas. But I couldn't figure out what they were doing there. And uh, when the reports of where his money came from came out, I realized that. Now, I was a bit responsible for that because it was my... Uh, my urging him to raise money to do advertising that early in the campaign that triggered his going to Chinese money. Uh, but I would say I, I ate the dinner, but I didn't know he sent out for Chinese food. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, and that precedent of bribing the American president to get what they want uh, that the Chinese did to a, small, a certain extent under Clinton, they're now doing massively with, with Biden. And that's what my book is about. Um, Really, uh, the the president of the United States now basically works for the Chinese, not for the American people. Well, it does explain and, a lot of the policies. And, you know, it also yeah. it this could all stop overnight if they would erase the favored nation status, which I can't help but notice yeah. Republicans and Democrats never really want to mention. Republicans are just as culpable because they're more they're more interested in the money. And this is what I like about, you know, who will never be on my show. Roger Stone and, 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 and the lobbyists will never be on my show because I hold them in contempt. But one thing I notice about you is when I disagreed with you, you still never advocated for the dark paths of money. You didn't advocate for that. And now you're writing a book exposing the dark paths. The reality is they've mastered the washing of, of bribery, haven't they? Yes, they have. And your line, your line about the most favored nation is precisely true. It used to be that they had to renew China's most favored nation status in Congress each year. And that meant that we could enforce human rights. We could demand certain behaviors. We could uh, really uh, be influential with China. Clinton, in return for these massive campaign contributions, got rid of that and gave them permanent normal trading status, permanent most favored nation status. And uh, that freed China to go ahead and, and do what it's been doing. And then under Biden, they had to continue it and expand it dramatically with a pattern of direct bribery. But the, the big thing that went on with Biden 
is that I think they they saw Trump crack down on China. He raised tariffs. He imposed uh, all kinds of restrictions on them. He banned travel from China to the U.S. during the pandemic. And the Chinese were determined to stop Bill Clinton from getting reelected. And they were determined to do anything they could to do that. And not Bill Clinton, Donald Trump. Yeah. And Trump had a significant lead in the polling and the good economy. So they, I think, released COVID as a biological weapon to destroy the Trump administration and stop his re-election chances. It's, and it's I think fun- that Biden was complicit in that. It's funny you say that, because right before I had you on, I played a clip of uh, James O'Keefe, who had uh, taped a... Uh, a uh, asset of a, a Democrat congressman, a, a, his part of his cabinet, a staffer, his head staffer. And he's on this date and he admits that he knew about the Chinese bio labs in California that is still not getting the attention it's, it, it deserves. Right. And this is something, right. you know, when you look back through the, through the rearview mirror of history, you realize that was the turning point. When everything changed and they allowed the absolute transformation of our electoral system through ballot harvesting and the rest of it. But they were very organized in that. So yeah. what has changed, Dick, in your opinion? I saw the Republicans do nothing to change that trajectory. What has changed in your well, opinion? The, the big thing that's changing now is Trump is coming back. And he's coming back with a vengeance. He understands all of this and he knows the role China played. And he understands that basically he's in a proxy war against China. And uh, the polling shows that he's way ahead, and I've been helping to get him way ahead and keep him way ahead. And one of the big things he's doing is to explain how the Biden administration is not just coming to him. They're coming for all of us. He just happens to be standing in the way. Yeah, well, I yeah. want him. To, listen, I want him to, to do all of these things. But the, the, the ultimately, I believe he won in 2020 and he's not my president. Yeah, I, I do, too. So uh, but but I'm focused on 2024. And uh, I think that what's going on now is that Trump has successfully made people understand two things about Joe Biden. First, that he is corrupt. And secondly, increasingly, that he's allied with Hamas and against Israel. And I think that as people realize this stuff, and as well as the obvious fact that he's old and senile, uh, they are leaving Biden in droves and coming to Trump. In July and August, Biden was ahead in almost every poll. There were about 30 polls in that two-month period, and Biden won almost all of them. Then in September and October, they were neck and neck. Literally, there was there's 35 polls, and Biden won half and Trump won half. Since October 27th, Trump has won every single national poll uh, increasing by increasing margins. And in the swing states, winning them decisively, winning Michigan and Pennsylvania and all of those states by more than five points. And uh, that shift is going on right now. It's right in front of our eyes. And I think the reason is that people are learning that Bush, that Biden does not have the interests of America at heart, uh, that he has the interests of the uh, of, of the Chinese orbit, the Chinese bloc at heart. And China wants him uh, to help Hamas. They want him to convert our society to uh, electric energy and uh Gas and wind turbines and solar batteries because they have acquired a monopoly on rare earth minerals. 
that is that's the stuff you need to yeah. tell Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's brilliant to watch as they bought the, the uh, mineral rights to Afghanistan and all the rest of it. They've clearly yeah, outflanked us on, let, on every front. Let, let me just say this. Yeah. Biden also has vetoed the three last proposals for rare mineral mines in the U.S., one of them kind of near you in northern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's vetoed it saying it's environmentally hazardous. But it's not. He just wants to perpetuate the Chinese monopoly that they have by controlling rare minerals. So he's taking us from dependence on the Arab sheiks, from which uh, Trump freed us, uh, to dependence on Chinese communists. And that shift, while it's subtle, is enormous and accounts for almost all of the policies you see Biden pursuing. Yeah, here's, here's, here's my suspicion, being from Chicago. There's a lot of money in corruption. And there's a lot of admiration by voters that aren't repulsed by it, but want in on it. It's how you destroyed my once great city. And it's what you see taking hold in these Democrat strongholds. And you have two other caveats that have happened uh, that we're not used to. One, to me, is the massive change when you see these Hamas sympathizers, mainly in Democrat areas. But you're talking about a tremendous amount of people as you see these protesters who are advocating for the survival and the financing of Hamas and their ignorance as to how we have financed them and continue to finance them as their upper echelon lives in Qatar. And none of the stopping of the money or the corruption to Hamas gets talked about. And I'm concerned that there's a lot more Americans that sympathize with this idea of a terrorist-run government rather than repulsed by it. Well, the uh, the stats are confirm your view. In the latest poll, they asked they asked Democrats, uh, "Do you, are you more sympathetic with the Israelis or the Palestinians?" And uh, Democrats said by forty one to thirty four, they were more sympathetic with Palestinians. And then a separate poll polled Americans under thirty, and found that they were also more sympathetic to Palestinians. And Biden's policies are tilting in that direction. But the rest of the country doesn't go with that. The rest of the country is firmly anchored in its belief uh, for Israel. And uh, I think that that is costing Biden tremendous support. The other point I just want to make about what you said is that the black vote and the Latino vote is changing dramatically. Uh, in the last national poll that we did, we meaning Trump campaign, 25% of the, elect- of the black vote votes Republican. In the election of 2020, Trump got 12 percent. Now he's doubled that. He's up to 25. And the Latino vote, which was which where Trump basically got about 27 percent of it, he's now getting 42. And I think soon we'll win a majority. So the two of the props of, under the Democratic Party are being knocked out by Trump and by Biden's own policies. And I think that that your the cycle of corruption you're decrying, I think, is coming to an end because I think the voters aren't standing for it. I hope you're right. Um, it's obvious that the Democrats are positioning uh, a plan B. It's obvious that Gavin Newsom will step in. I don't think Trump will run against Biden. I think he's going to run against Gavin Newsom if he should not be kicked off the ballots. And he has this judicial activism that's working yeah. tirelessly. I, I, I just yeah. realized there's a Stop Trump Summit that has in attendance tens of thousands of people spent eight hours and has his niece a self-loathing unattractive woman by the name of mary trump as as a co-host so there's a big push of the of the oligarchy and the control oligarchs who profit from corrupt government to keep trump out if newsom were to step in the way i think he will shortly will that be a different nuance 
Uh, well, there could be different different points that will be can handle it. Uh, almost usually, it would be Biden. Uh, the uh, that doesn't really make uh, Newsom okay. the, the far left policies in California. Some of them are ridiculous, like that. That, that it is a crime, a crime, C R I M E, for a teacher to let parents know that their ch- son or that their son or daughter is undergoing sex change therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't watch the whole debate because I was sickened by it last night. Did that come out in the debate last night? That oh, that, that fact? I preferred to watch a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. Well, we're on the same page with that. I could talk to you for an hour, but I, I'm running out of time. Before I let yeah, you go, I want, your, I want your thought on RFK Jr. Because I think there's another wrench in the prediction business. I'm wondering how you see him. Yeah. Well, in the national polling that I've done, uh, Trump beats Biden by two more points with Kennedy in the race than he does with Kennedy out of the race. Oh. So, and I think that, that clearly his vote comes from the Democrats. When you look at Kennedy, you look at uh, at the at Cornell West, you look at Joe Manchin, the three possible third candidates. They're all Democrats, and they're not going to draw Republican votes. They're going to draw Democratic votes, and it'll come right out of Trump's hides. Yeah, well, he's hard to argue with. He's Dick Morris. The new book is called Corrupt, the inside story of Biden's dark money. I appreciate you uh, exposing this because you have a, a unique perspective from being on the inside of it. And I appreciate your courage in doing it. Not a lot of people would. Uh, thank you for that. And thank you for making time for me. Okay. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM 560, the answer. Former Olympic swimmer. Cleet Keller to be sentenced for January 6th insurrection. Those concerns reflected in a shift in sentiment from small business owners. A CNBC Survey Monkey small business survey showing a 13% drop in approval rating for President Biden from 43% during his early days in office to just 30% now. Three out of 10 small businesses still support this idiot. Where is he? Where's my favorite part? Of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. Kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. (laughs) You mean kleptocrats? Jeez. Jason and Melrose. Hey, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. Thanks for making it, brother. So I was wondering, you know, with this little debate last night that uh, obviously Tusum Newsom bombed at, so I'm wondering when uh, the buffet crusher is going to get his interview. But when it comes to the uh, to the, the debate last night, you know, Joe Biden's supposed to be the guy, right? So, which I tend to agree with you, I don't believe he'll be on this side of the grass by the time we get there. No. But what is the left saying about this little debate last night, this guy wanting to be president? What are they saying about it? Jason, it's like you're looking at my board. Right now, you're looking at my here. Here, Jason, here's a Democrat in California who has to fill up. And, you know, California, they're still paying six dollars and 40 cents a gallon. Here you go. Well, it turns out even the partridge in a pear tree has been impacted by inflation. Wrong wrong clip. Hold on. Ninety eight dollars to fill up the tank today. Ninety eight dollars. Ninety eight dollars. 
I have to decide between buying gas or buying food. This is the work of the religious right. The religious right raise their gas prices. So if you think you're ever going to change the mind of the Marxist mindset, I don't think so, brother. You know that. You've been around Chicago a long time. You're in my old neighborhood. Actually, I don't live in your neighborhood. I work in your neighborhood for your favorite little grocery chain. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Jules? Yeah, 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 I drive for them. Listen, my cousin, listen, it was a big deal back in the day when he got a job at Jewel. He became a truck driver for Jewel, and the first thing he did with his check, he went and bought a Cadillac Eldorado and put Jewel on the plates. He's still my favorite cousin. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. One of the girls to think he owned it. It worked. It was Melrose. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, you know, you were talking about the polling. The problem is that the government has been polling voters forever. You just pull the heck out of them constantly, repeatedly. They give them a couple of drinks, they pass out, and they get pulled. <laughs> Until you get the answer you want, and there's enough ambiguity to have plausible deniability. The whole oh, fracking no, thing's no. a game, and that's why Nikki just, Haley is being pushed by the corrupt. I just, yeah, I just wish they would kiss the voters before they poll them. It's unbelievable. Nice. And then bad thing, okay, so bad, seriously, on the polling, it was interesting we talked about Dick Morris and how the votes are going up. And now with the with the uh, property rates going up in Tinley Park, that type of thing, it's the southeast. I couldn't remember the guy. He was a mayor, and he ran for a house seat, whatever it was. was. You know what I'm talking about as a mayor. Anyhow, I think guys like that have a shot. And I really believe... You're talking about the bald guy? You're talking about the bald Greek guy? What the hell was his name? Paul Bell? No, Bellis? no, no. I'm talking... Oh. No, I'm talking about the guy. He was a mayor of somewhere southwest. He, he ran against Kasten, I think. Um, anyhow, I think the guys like that, I have a shot. 6, 11, 14, Kevin, here's what, here's what we have to come out. to the realization. When you win with frauds, you're losing at slow motion. Adam Kinzinger, Joe Walsh, Illinois Tea Party, the rest of his, what's his name, Durkin, big slob with the lobbyist brothers, and, and, and Brady, whether you yeah, pick the I'm fat one, Bill, or the skinny, smarmy scum, Pat. These right. aren't Republicans. These aren't putting the opposition. They're cozy with the mafia. They've been rubbing... Burke's inner thigh for decades. I'm sick of pretending that, that we're winning. We don't win anything. Tim in Plainfield knows that. Come on, Tim. I teed Hello? it up for you. Yeah, come on. I put you oh, on hey. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You got all the truck drivers calling in tonight, Sean. Well, excellent. Listen, I, uh, I, I watched the debate. I know you didn't watch the debate. I wanted to bring your attention to one little part in there. It's, it's so a telling. snippet? Did you uh, find a snippet? I like a good a snippet. snippet. A we little got. YouTube snippet or Twitter. <laughs> when got. when DeSantis, DeSantis uh, pulls up the uh, poop map for San Francisco, just a, you know, just one detail of what they ruined. In, I played in, the clip. This, yeah, is, this is a map well, of San Francisco. <laughs> There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own people. And not a one Democrat in California minds that they put up the Chinese flag. Not one! Well, Newsom was giggling like a little girl when when, uh, uh, DeSantis 
pulled yeah, but up, it, put the but his teeth up look, in there. His, I mean, his teeth looked spectacular, didn't they? I mean, how arrogant. The arrogant. Wasn't he just almost kicked out of office? I mean, they just had a recall vote on him. His now father he's across the country, going to China, like like he's the second coming. Brother, these he's guys Ill. have been cozied up with corruption their entire life. His father was a Getty sidecar. He had the Getty money in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. You think he gives a rip about real people? He could care less. He could care less oh, like I all know, the rest but, of the Democrats. But he thinks we all worship him. I mean, he's a, a, a psychopath. <laughs> Is he, Tim? Look at look at Burke. Well, look at Pritzker. Look at this idiot with the with the haircut by a comedian. What's his name? Brandon Johnson, Big Lori Lightfoot. They win. They have the support of the slaves. The problem we have yeah. is there's a lot of slaves. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Michael Lockport with an excellent point. Hey, Sean. How are you? I Splendid. just wanted to call. It's um. <clears throat> It's really nice to look at polls and easy to speculate on what's going to happen. However, it's only a a snapshot in time, and a lot can happen between now and the election. And besides that, it's, it's, like you said, uh, you don't think Biden's going to be running. We have to make sure that Trump is running. I'm just afraid the only way to stop him, which I was a Trump supporter for um, both elections, and I still am, and I will get out, and I, I... I've been in politics for a long, long time. Anyway, I will get out and, you know, knock doors and put signs out for him. I'm just afraid he's going to get assassinated prior to the election. I think that would be the only way to stop this man. Michael, you want to watch something that you'll be in awe. It's, it's amazing. It's seven and a half hours long, the Stop Trump Summit. And this is when you really? see they don't have any conscience. That's how you know that they stole the last one. They have no conscience. They'll do anything to keep him out of office. He he has this ability to stir up a certain hatred by people, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, that's fascinating. And when you look at, when, when the autopsy of the collapse of the American empire is done, it will be brought in the future to come to the conclusion that these people were willing to do anything because of a person they hated. They were willing to destroy the only country based in their unalienable rights. They're willing to give it away. So that's why I played Reagan in the beginning. They don't care about the principles of their nation. They want to burn it down because they think they're the favored class. And to a certain extent, Michael, when you look at the Democrat mafia members, they are. Thank you very much for the call. They're the absolute favored class. Do you think Burke's going to spend a day? You saw what happened with the 91000 The city's broke $6 billion budget. They're cooking in welfare money. doesn't change a thing. And if all else fails... They'll come for you. Regarding some of the homes, his spokesperson said the recent values sent out reflect the current market value of their home. Assessments are based on current market value. What? Poppycock. Poppycock. The assessment is based on their debt and their failure and their cost to promote their Ponzi scheme. That they could sell their home for in today's market. Where do you, do you come up with these numbers? But after the I-team's inquiries, the assessor's office said some homes in the area would be reassessed and that homes owned by... Le- whoa, 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 whoa. Only the ones that hire Burke or Madigan or some other Democrat scumbag with a law license. And the allegation that the property owner might have bribed Burke to get it done. Before court began today, prosecutors told Judge Virginia Kendall that they plan to rest their case on Monday, December 11th. After that, defense attorneys would be able to make their cases for each of the co-defendants. I wonder if Rivers has the line on if he walks or skips out. 
because he's walking out. 312-642-5600. So, uh, how are you doing? Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Newsom's teeth, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. I want to go into the Jim Economos uh, dental office and say, give me the quarter horse. I want to look exactly like Gavin Newsom. In the meantime, there's other pitfalls to having the Democrat mafia in charge of everything. A holiday dinner could cost you more as well. Food is up 3.3% from last year, a lot higher if you factor in the last two years. Say Your dollar is down 19.8%. Well, it turns out even the partridge in a pear tree has been impacted by inflation. That's right. So if you plan on getting gifts for the 12 days of Christmas, just know your pockets may hurt. According to the Christmas price index, prices are at record highs. They say those 12 days of gifts can cost you more than $46,000. Whoa! That's expensive. That's a lot of... That's a lot of money on gifts. In the meantime, what's the government doing? Well, the lawsuits brought against former President Donald Trump by Capitol Police and Democratic lawmakers over the January 6th riot at the Capitol can now move forward. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Capitol Police and the Democrat lawmakers are suing Trump for the riot? Gee, I wonder why they do that. Three-judge panel of federal appeals court judges announced that ruling today. The lawsuits accused former President Trump of inciting the violent mob that stormed the Capitol. Trump's... I don't know. I, I think I think what incited the mob that stormed the Capitol was, you know, the election theft. At the time, Stanky says she told the Michigan Attorney General and Secretary of State's office. She later contacted Michigan State Police. And I went to contact the state police. That was my just to let them know of this person who was willing to file a report and say she had, you know, found these ballots in the store or found these ballots in the room. Um, we got another tip that there was some township documents in a storage unit. So from there, uh, how many storage u- units did you not find with fraudulent ballots in? Well, there's no way to know that. Well, okay, but then we can agree that there were at least some stolen ballots in a, a storage locker, correct? I called the state police, and the state police are the ones who recovered those ballots in the storage unit. Well, what would they do with them? Who was on the ballot? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is there an inquiry? No, there's a dimwit. In diapers, who's destroying my country? Oh, Putin's kleptocracy. The guys who are the kleptocracies. Man, oh man, it's like it's like an Elmer, <laughs> it's like an Elmer Fudd cartoon, isn't it? Dominic Glendale Heights. Hey, how you doing? How are you today? Good, Dominic. How are you? Well, good. Here's the problem: you could take a Democrat voter, take all their money. Give them 50 cents out of their check and they'll still vote the same way because that's how stupid they are. I am done with these scumbags. I couldn't agree more because the ones who aren't, the ones who aren't are even worse. Because stupid, okay, what are you going to do? Some people are just stupid. Just take a look around. But uh, the ones who want to be the gangsters, those are the ones that fry me. Because they're smart enough to know what it does to their relatives. They're smart enough to know what it does to their areas. You even said with the Republican Party here, they're just for show. They're oh. just for show. They get their envelopes and they move on. Come That's on, Dom. It. They own all the video poker rooms. They love it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're bumps. Take care. Have a great holiday. You too, brother. You too. In the meantime, what else could it be? What else could it be, squirrel? 
Chinese new pandemic. Do you know that they're warning Chinese about a Chinese new pandemic in China? Here are three things you may have missed in China this week. Beijing warned of a possible major outbreak of respiratory illnesses during the country's first winter after pandemic restrictions were lifted. A rise in pneumonia among children in kindergartens and primary schools flooded hospitals in November, prompting... I wonder if it had anything to do with a biolab. But those offenses pale in comparison to what we have recently discovered. Convicted Chinese criminals who are active members of the Chinese military are operating secret biolabs right here in small town America. And they're handling deadly pathogens, including Ebola, HIV, malaria, TB, even COVID. Deadly pathogens that could be weaponized and used against Americans at the drop of a hat. And they got through what kind of border was it? What was the border issue? Joe Biden is sitting on his hands. He refuses to take care of the border. He refuses to hold the drug cartels accountable. This is the vision of Biden, Harris, Newsom. I support border security. I think the asylum system. Shut up. I got a San Franciscan. David from San Francisco. Oh, hell yeah, Sean. Um, you know, you remember uh, when January 6th happened, there was a lot of damage to our property, right? Yeah. We the people own that building. Yeah. Did, uh, Trump, did Trump ever do a GoFundMe? Did he ever reach down into his couch and pull out $100 I, million? Dollars? I don't remember what happened, though, six months after when the eco-Nazis went there and did more damage. How did that get paid for? Uh, Same way San Francisco got duty on the streets. You guys, Democrats, do me a favor. When you go for a walk, you might want to wear those waders. Don't step in human feces, Democrat. Rat. Idiot. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... My next guest is a prolific writer and contributor to American greatness. He's an educator traveling the country, lecturing leaders in the U.S. military, academia, and business community, and he refuses to put on a skirt and high heels. He's also the author of some fantastic books, Winning Space, How America Remains a Superpower, Biohacked, China's Race to Control Life, and The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Supremacy. He is Brandon Weikert. Brandon, thank you for joining me. How are you? I am good, and I'm still not putting on the dress to get no. more money at these speaking engagements. I but tell you I what. Do they offer more. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You'll be driving around in a Mercedes before you know it. It's just hard to work the pedals on those high heels. In the meantime, there's always been a connection. You know, it's interesting when this when this atrocity happened between these 7th century yard gnomes in Israel. You start to dig into the money, and you realize... Three of their leaders are worth $11 billion. Just three of these scallywags. The whole country isn't worth, you know, 200000 The Three of them are worth $11 billion. They live in Qatar. Yeah. Iran linked into all of it, and it all traces back to Central and South American cartels, which also yeah. links China. Yeah. And it, it turns out to be that we're surrounded by these scallywags, aren't we? We are, and they're getting smarter 
and they're figuring out that they need to set aside whatever differences have normally divided them because their big primary threat is the United States. And so by working together, um, they can basically undermine and sap the Americans and eventually, you know, prevent us from being much of a threat to them. And then they can run roughshod over us, which is what you're seeing. And that's why you've seen basically the rise of this nominally Chinese-led Eurasian access or alliance of autocrats, which includes Iran, Venezuela, Cuba, North Korea, even NATO members like Turkey, um, Syria, uh, and you, you know, the, the list goes on of all these horrible regimes, and they're all in Russia as well, and they're all working together now, and they're all trying to basically defeat the United States without getting into a direct fight just yet with us. Now, they also own congressmen, senators, and the sitting yep. president. They own them. Absolutely. And in the meantime, they open the southern border. And those countries you just articulated and described were the exact countries mentioned at our southern border when a rancher took his phone and went up to these these illegal aliens and asked them where they were from. It was like they were naming the exact countries you just named. So we have the fourth piece of the puzzle, which is we have been infiltrated and invaded by those ideologues who are all men, not families. They're not here because they're fleeing this, this kind of ideology. They're here because they support it. So how much longer before it's Red Dawn? Well, um, certainly the I think we talked about this last time I was with you. Certainly the prospect of uh, nuclear terrorism is very high right now. Um, I've been tracking for about a year now. Last November is when it started. Iran started shipping kilos worth of uranium to their proxies. First, the Houthis in Yemen. That shipment was intercepted by al-Qaeda, which means al-Qaeda now has uranium. Uh, a month later, around Christmas of last year, uh, the London authorities at Heathrow Airport intercepted kilos of uranium that were shipped from Iran, heading to what many assume to be Hezbollah agents hiding out in London. And you can bet that this has been going on beyond just those two instances, and they haven't been stopped, especially at the southern, you know, the U.S. southern border, uh, in which not only are thousands of Hezbollah, Hamas, and Iran uh, agents getting through, but also I think they're moving not just fentanyl, but they're moving uranium and lo- placing them in target cities in the U.S., and they're building dirty bombs there to detonate, probably, as possibly even around Christmas time of this year. Oh, well, Brandon, you know what would be the perfect last piece of the puzzle is if the uranium traces back to the uranium one deal by the Duchess of Chaffington, Hillary what that, Clinton. What if yeah. that? Yes, yes. What if that? Well, I mean, we know that. We know that the uranium that the Iranian uranium that the Iranians are acquiring is thanks to the Barack Obama era nuclear deal. So it's very possible that they're getting. Uh, you know, the, uh, access to American uranium. It is more than very possible. Um, and they're also, by the way, the reason they're partnered, one of the reasons they're partnered with Venezuela is because there's a lot of uranium mines in the rainforest of Venezuela, and they're using Venezuela to help them acquire uranium for their nuclear weapons program. You know, this is nauseating. And what it, it's funny, because you're on the perfect day. Uh, the first guest I had was Dick Morris. And yeah. I, I always mentioned to Dick Morris how I used to loathe him to a certain extent, but still understand he was uh, uh, the architect for a lot of 
Clinton policies. And he yeah. said right on, right on this show that the Chinese bribed Bill Clinton through a scheme of financing his PAC and the rest of it. So yeah. my, my question to you is, you're aware of this. You speak to people. You have a, a, a fast track to a lot of hierarchy in our government. Are there still enough good people to stop this? Or has everybody become a short-in-the-pants Democrat mafia member? Um, there are still some good people, but they're keeping their heads down, um, which is not what we need right now. We need people to stand up and say, no, we won't do this, but that's not happening. Uh, but there are still some good people left. But of course, those people are known to the Democrats and the Democrats are engaged, as you know, in a Stalin like purge of U.S. military's ranks to make it more ideologically friendly to the Democrats, which means it'll be a weaker military when the shooting starts in the next World War, which I fear is coming very soon. You know, I have to tell you, when, when uh, after the election was acquired by the Democrats, <laughs> and General Milley called his Chinese counterpart, part, I, yeah. never, I never thought I would live through anything like that. I mean, that is an open violation of treason. It is an admission. Everybody knew it in the country, yet the Democrat moron sat there and didn't say boo. And now you have the evidence that uh, uh, O'Keefe just broke, where they had the Democrat, uh, he worked for the Democrat congressman in his committee. He was like his number one staffer. On a date with, with a girl he, he met on Tinder, he said, oh yeah, we knew about those biolabs in California, the Chinese-operated biolabs for a long time before the, new, the story broke. So at yeah. a certain point, when does enough become enough? I mean, at, at what point can we declare these, these Democrats as traitors to our country? Well, Sean, it's, it's going to happen when something catastrophic occurs, a space Pearl Harbor or a cyber 9-11. It's, gonna, it's going to, unfortunately, or a dirty bomb attack. I'm <laughs> very worried it's going to take a really catastrophic event to awaken Americans to the fact that the enemies are inside the gates. And, you know, this is the ultimate inevitable end result of a bigger issue. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and I, we were talking about all these foreign threats. And I said, you know what? The foreign threats are actually downrange. They're actually the, the, the end result of something much deeper. And it's a much deeper issue uh, of a domestic crisis and that domestic crisis has been going on for so long within the United States, amongst and between Americans, that it has now rippled out to foreign policy. And you now have foreign challengers picking up on the domestic crisis here, sensing weakness and challenging us now because they think they can push us over into that deeper domestic crisis. But if we can resolve the domestic problems here in the United States, we will be stronger on the foreign policy front, and these countries challenging us today will not want to because they'll be too afraid of us. But until we actually get our house in order at home, this is going to continue to be a perennial problem. We're going to get challenged. We'll risk war because we're weak at home, and we are very weak at home because of the Democrats and the elite. Well, this is the danger of compromising with collectivists. This is the right. danger of allowing communists and Marxists to pretend to be Democrats and normalizing this kind of tyranny. And to me, they're happy with it. You know, I'm from Chicago. They're happy with the mafia. They don't care. They want the ghost jobs. They want the phony schemes. Yeah. They don't give a rip. So it, my answer is you're not going to out-cheat a cheater. So it's time no. for me. You know, to me, it's, it's secession. 
Let the communists take over the communist states. Get the hell away from me while I can run to a good state. And by the way, I'm not alone anymore in this. This used to be something that was controversial. The people of good conscience, the people of good character, they know the scam is up. These are my friends and family that couldn't afford to move from Illinois. But they're all planning on it. Why don't we just have the the separation and stop pretending that these traitors represent our beliefs? Because they won't leave us alone. Damn I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I move. I, I moved from Washington, D.C. to Florida, partly because of this. And what we're finding, I live in southwest Florida, which is, you know, one of the reddest, most conservative parts of the country. And yet the school board in my county is run by a bunch of crazy liberals who all are from out of the area. And they're so all you're in Lee County. I am. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they're all trying to impose. Uh, they're radical, the same kind of radical ideology on our kids down here that the, the people up in uh, northern Virginia were trying to impose on my kids when I lived up in Alexandria, Virginia. So they will follow us. They will hunt us down. They will yeah. never leave us alone because they're totalitarians at heart. Yeah. Well, I'm in Collier, and we're thinking about putting a wall up between Lee and Collier. Um, <laughs> but it's going to affect it's going to affect my studios in Lee. But the the reality is this. There has to be something other than waiting for the inevitable because, you know, call me crazy, but I did a lot of reading and I remember all of the the Cold War stuff. It seems that a nuclear thing would be a game changer on a multitude of levels. Will we still have the structure of government if a dirty bomb goes off in Washington, say? How do you have the structure of government? So you're talking about overnight some sort of movie that used to be on TNT. Well, luckily, there's COGS, there's continuity of government, and we don't keep all of our eggs in one basket. So at any given time, members of the cabinet, key members of Congress are are usually not kept in the same place as the rest of the leadership. Um, but of course, the issue actually might even be, I shouldn't even say this, but it actually might be fortuitous if if we lose Washington, yeah. Okay, let's start over again. Stronger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, because you know the real rot is at the at the head right now. It's it's in D.C. Uh, and I think that if you were to go to constituent members of the United States outside of the nation's capital and some of these major cities, I think you would find that Americans are still pretty strong and they know right from wrong. Even in parts of Chicago and parts of New York City, oh yes, you, you'll absolutely. find you find strong but, conservatives. Who know but the Leviathan are. is so. So infinite. It is so, uh, it, it, it's, it's insurmountable. I don't care what it is, small business or whatever. That, but, but the other, the other, the other issue is that we have the evidence and it doesn't matter. I think that's the part that's mind boggling. You have this man who is an asset of the communists and yes. we don't and have to so- have a trial. High crimes and misdemeanors means you can do to him what you did to this crooked Republican congressman from New York. Yes, exactly. rip him out of the office. Well, and that's exactly the thing. And I think that's the real the real crisis. Is what I was talking about with domestic crisis. The real crisis here is that our own elected political leaders can't find their way out of a wet paper bag. And part of that is just because we elect the stupidest people imaginable. But also part of that is because they're all corrupted. It's not just Joe Biden who's been corrupted by Chinese funny money. I worked up in D.C. long enough to know there are multiple countries who have been buying U.S. leaders for decades, and they own them, and they have compromising material on them. You know, they just found the the biggest uh, prostitution ring in uh, 
Tyson's Corner up in oh, yeah. uh, Northern Virginia. Please, that I'm just was, shocked there were still so many. Yeah, I'm just shocked there were still so many heterosexual politicians. That was mind blowing <laughs> to me. In the in the meantime, you found a way to legalize bribery, and when I say you, I mean I mean our country. These 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 attorneys have navigated a legal system of bribery. It's called lobbying. And the opposition to the corruption, the guys who are supposed to be fighting for us, these are the Roger Stones. These are the torturers lobby. These are the guys who love to be on K Street and love to spend money like drug dealing cartel members. And at a certain point, if we're not willing to clean our own house, that's the real problem. We can go on and on about the Democrats and we're all from Democrat sewer areas and we know the, the Leviathan of it. But if we're unwilling to do what what was done today to this scum pretending to be a Republican Santos. And when I watched my own congressman, who I know and I like, I watched him defend him. I was awestruck. Awestruck. Right. Right. You know, this idea that they're they're entitled to the kind of court system that the citizens get. No, you're not. If we even smell you as a traitor, you're out of the office that day. And and nobody's willing to do that. In fact, it's the first time in, what, 25 years and that was another yeah. Republican who got caught with his hand, un- undeniably a gang member or a, 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 a mafia member from Ohio. Yeah. I mean, so w- shouldn't the people start to speak out and say, I want them all gone? Well, and I think that's the basis of the Trump voter. I think that's the whole Trump movement right there is the drain the swamp fever mentality. Now, you know, whether Trump was effective, I don't think he was as effective as he could have been at that. And then whether no. he will be again. It's Roger Stone. Uh, you know, Roger question. Stone was the sidecar to him. You surround yourself with I these know. guys. I know. And and that's the real question is, but the, the fact is the people who vote for Trump, that's what they want. That is their number one issue is, is to, to, to clean up the government. And I will tell you, uh, you know, they had no problem getting together to rein in Senator John Fetterman's dress attire, you know, the way he dressed, they didn't like, and they yeah. created rules to prevent that. No problem kicking George Santos, who is a minor bit player compared to some of these other big names. You know, they get rid of Santos, but they kept Adam Schiff, who's the greatest liar of them all oh. in Congress. Uh, you know, and, and they won't impeach Joe Biden. We have reams. I have reported on this. We have reams of evidence on not just Joe Biden, but his whole family, uh, indicating that he was not only corrupt, but that he was compromised by multiple foreign intelligence services. And yet the Republicans can't get out of their own way and impeach this man. Compare that to what Nancy Pelosi did to Trump in 2019 based off of one phone call that was totally fine. It was a perfectly fine phone call between a president and another head of state. And Pelosi was able to get a leaker to give her information that she was able to twist into impeachable, uh, 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 impeachable offense. And that, that, you know, transmortified into this nightmare that was the Trump uh, impeachment in 2019. He, they were able to do it with nothing, whereas the Republicans have all the data and evidence they need, and they won't impeach Biden. They won't do it, and I predict they never will. No, because they're all bought and paid for, too. And this is the part that people agree on. You know, there's... There's a very few things that the ordinary American agrees on. You know, you have to remember, we, we're hyper-political, right? But in the best-case scenario, you get 50% of the people that actually bother to vote. That's it. In the, and I'm saying the best-case scenario. It's really often less than that. But the reality is one thing that all Americans can come to an agreement on is we are disgusted with this open and notorious 
bribery scheme and the amount of money in politics. And this idea that Republicans are going to sell you the Citizens United and money is speech, bull dumb. That's not what the ordinary guy wants to work. If you want to incentivize and you want to invigorate the electorate, let's come together on what we only agree on. And that is Washington, D.C. should not be a Caligula for the corrupt. It shouldn't be a Las Vegas for the nerds. It should come to an end and it should come to an end now. And we go after the very thing that the Republicans conned their constituents into supporting, which is this idea that the answer is endless money in politics. What do you think? Right. I agree. And that's the biggest issue. I saw it when I worked on the Hill. Money corrupts. Absolutely. I could have stayed after I left the Hill and been fabulously wealthy using my connections to to be a lobbyist. But I would have to not you know, I'd have to live with myself. Um, And so I was one of the few people who got out probably financially to my detriment. Um, But, um, you know, many of my colleagues from the Hill, they're very high powered lobbyists now. Uh, rolling in it, but uh, the cost is American national security and true American prosperity, because lobbyists work for the corporations, they work for the foreign powers to undermine and change the laws and corrupt our system on behalf of those money interests. They are mercenaries. That's not who you want influencing national policy. And every one of those people want the alternative to the Democrat mafia to be Nikki Haley, because Nikki Haley is a cohort in corruption. And do you think there's enough Republican voters who are sickened by that? Because I'll tell you what, I would consider going back to, uh, and I'm only half Italian, I'll take one of those deals in Italy. Pay a dollar for the house, agree to put (laughs) 4000 into it, and I'll live there to to wait out the, the implosion. I will, I will tell you that she is playing for number two. Um, I think I've said this for months. I think she's playing to be vice president for Trump. And I think my, my fear is that Trump will fall for it because he's going to need to win South Carolina and he's going to need to win the women vote. And so uh-huh. he might be tempted to. She is a disaster. And let me tell you something. If she is his vice president and he does win, she will find a way to get him kicked out of office so she can take power. But because that's how that's how power hungry she is. And she's got a lot of very powerful yeah. interests who are not on board with America, who are backing her play. Yeah, you want to win the women vote. I think that's Newsom's job, isn't it? That Clark Kent <laughs> with, the, with, with the fake, phony white teeth. American By the way, psycho. did you watch it last night? I did. I did. It, yeah. DeSantis did excellent. I wish he would be more like that. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think has a bigger crush on Newsom, Susan Sarandon or Sean Hannity? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, listen, yeah. I appreciate what you do in the book. I appreciate you... Putting Thank up the, t- the tireless effort. You can come back anytime. The new book is The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Supremacy. But all the books are good. Biohack, China's Race to Control Life, and they do tie together. He is Brandon Weikart. Thank you so much, Brandon, for making time for me. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. My favorite squirrel. I always know when it's Friday. He steps up his game, doesn't he? He also informed me one of the uh, chatters on Rumble said the cost of living in Florida is higher than Illinois. Really? Let's go over a little bit of misinformation. The sales tax in Illinois is 6.25. That's without the other added tax that Florida has none of. You know, the penalty for living tax. Florida is 6%. My favorite example is the license plate sticker, which I truly find offensive. In that corrupt 
moron-led state. It's $151, right, for a car squirrel? $151. The most expensive license plate sticker in Florida is 32 If you have a small car that goes by weight, it's $10. Yeah, cost of living's higher where? I guess what you have to tell yourself is what you have to tell yourself. But the Cream Puff Jim, he tells himself everything because what he wants to know is feel good about being 400 pounds on that mystical, magical pension, eating cream puffs. Hey, let's see. I'm have a good weekend, Sean. You too. Does the governor of New York, does she get a, to pick a Marxist out of that uh, sure. the governor of New York and throw him into the seat? When's the last time you saw Kathy Hochul? She looks like she stuck a fork in an outlet. Have you seen her lately? Yeah. Oh, my word. Looks uh, like I, young I Frankenstein's see. wife after they had the whoopee. Yeah. My brother was a, my brother was electrical real quick, my brother was electrical casualty guy was working with his son and we were working at this heavy gear anyway. I got a shock and I, I couldn't move and my brother came he, he looked at me, he goes, Jesus, you know Yeah. What did you get did you get did you get grabbed? I said, Yeah, let's <laughs> sit in the car. You know. yeah, anyway, sure. what what happened? Uh, how did it affect your appetite? For some reason I think you were hungry after you got electrocuted, but go ahead. No, anyway, who gets did she get to pick a, 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 a No, they have a special the election. No, they have a special election. So the people will pony up what about four hundred four hundred million for a special election to throw another crooked. You know, because here's the thing about these Democrat sewers: even when they're Republicans, they're just as scummy. They got better clothes on. That's the difference. Thank you, Crane Puff. Have a good weekend. Hope you put Vaseline on your sides and get out of the apartment for once. Dave in Libertyville. Dave. Hey, Sean. Hey. Yeah. You? you all right, kid? You all right? You a little tired? Sorry, I had you on speaker. All right, go ahead. Not not yet. You know, I just, Republican or Democrat, you know, I was always a, a staunch Republican, and yeah. they they failed the test. And I just, you know, I'm so... If See, I, I don't know. You can't, mistake, you can't... I can't go next door and ask my neighbor for money no, or no, no, go no. downstairs and print it up. Don't adopt that, because the the staunch Republicans like you, they didn't fail. They achieve. You know, there's still a handful of guys in the Congress and the Senate that are good, decent people. Now, the question is, how are you going to control the rest of your life? That's why you feel that way. But I'm going to tell you, when you live in areas that don't beat you down, you don't walk around like that. So there is always optimism, and it can turn around in a hurry. After all, it was only three years ago that the entire climate of our society was different. Just three years ago. Now, hopefully, the people who put in this moron... The people who sit idly by while a thief and a traitor pretends to be a president, maybe they'll pull their head out of their ass. But I don't know. But in the meantime, that doesn't mean you have to pretend that we're lo- We do nothing but win. Every area that's governed by people with our principles win. You know, it's, it's not left or right. It's up or down, like Reagan used to say. I think I have that. Thank you for the call, by the way. Uh, don't I have that somewhere, Squirrel? I think I do. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's own old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Simple. Simple. Now, that can win, and it turned our country around before. We were in a pickle before. This pickle's a little bigger, but we can turn it around. Joey T., Palatine. 
Hi, Sean. Um, good evening. Thank you for everything, as always, that you do for all of us. Um, I'm just at a, I'm at a, a, a such a below zero level right now because I, I really, I get everything you're saying. I lived it. I worked with these morons. But there are so many ignorant people out there. And when I heard Dershowitz the other day say that he'll never vote Republican, yeah, it, it, you you see all these, and I'm going. You have people that don't think there's anything wrong with this country right now. And in your honest opinion, do you really think we're going to be able to change things next year? Or you think this is going to get worse? I don't think we'll change it next year. I think it'll get worse in worse areas. And that being said, that is why when I come here, Joey, I advocate to you that you have but one life, and to wait for political whores to change it is a mistake. And the reason you feel the way you do is the climate of where you are. Uh, Not just the weather, I mean, but the political climate of where you are. Oh, you're right. What I'm advocating is it doesn't have to be that way. And it can be different, but enough people have to recognize it. There's never You're never going to turn around any state that would elect a moron like Pritzker. You're not going to change it around. And you see DuPage County now goes hardcore blue and the rest of it. So that's the signal, babe. That's the signal. Now, make sure if you can't do it, your kids can do it. And, you know, people get mad at me when I tell you this. But I I made a a commitment to myself, not my bosses, a commitment to myself. I am never going to lie. I am never going to tell you anything I don't truly believe. And I tell you what I tell my friends and family who can't leave. Then make sure your kids can't. Because the idea that you pretend this legacy of mafia, pretending to be a political party, is somehow looking out for the ordinary honest citizen, you have to be oblivious to fact. And that's, that's nationwide. And that's what the good people in California, too, will tell you. The only difference is they have a good cli- climate weather-wise. But it's the same nonsense that destroyed that place. I'm playing you Reagan clips. Reagan was the most successful yeah. governor in California. And look at them as they vote for that fraud with the fake teeth. I remember that. I remember those years. Yeah. yeah but but, but it can turn around in a hurry, babe. You remember. You remember. You remember Obama, how bad that last year was? Look what Trump did his first six months. It can happen in a hurry. Thank you, Joey T. Stay positive. In the meantime, let me help you stay positive. There's always a way to help you stay positive. All who oppose them are indicted as warmongers. They say we offer simple answers to complex problems. Well, perhaps there is a simple answer. Not an easy answer, but simple. If you and I have the courage to tell our elected officials that we want our national policy based on what we know in our hearts is morally right. We cannot buy our security, our freedom from the threat of the bomb by committing an immorality so great as saying to a billion human beings now enslaved behind the Iron Curtain, give up your dreams of freedom because to save our own skins, we're willing to make a deal with your slave masters. Alexander Hamilton said a nation which can prefer disgrace to danger is prepared for a master. And deserves one. I'm not prepared for one, and neither are you. It's easy. Stop supporting and getting along with communism, corruption, the Democrat mafia. You can stand for something, because we're not willing to bow for anything. That's the difference between us and them. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. AM560. The answer. Victor Clean it up! So I don't get upset. Know that these Ukrainian overlords are partying on our money. Don't let it get you down. 
And when they try to talk about DeSantis or Newsom, this is the biggest news of the week as far as I'm concerned. And since we're in the business of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I've filed. A subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane. Given the numerous allegations of human trafficking and sexual abuse surrounding Mr. Epstein. Marsha Blackburn, you could move to her district in Tennessee, lovely area, and she knows what they're protecting. And so does every Democrat elected whore, including little Dick Durbin as to why they squashed it. Jeffrey Epstein's private calendar reveals new details and potentially new relationships. Law and Crime Managing Editor Adam Klasfeld comes on to break down what this all means. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law and Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. Well, we have another update for you in the sordid tale of deceased sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. New documents, including Epstein's private calendar, have revealed new meetings and potentially new relationships. Now, just taking a step back here, we remember who Epstein is. He was the ex-financier who was charged with sex trafficking of minors, but died in his jail cell awaiting trial from an apparent suicide back in 2019. Sure. But what do we also know about Jeffrey Epstein? We know that back in 2008, he pled guilty to state solicitation of prostitution charges out in Florida, all in an effort to avoid federal crimes. And he ended up serving... 13 months in a work release program. Why is that date important? Why is 2008 important? I will tell you why. Because a review of Epstein's private calendar, which I just mentioned, has revealed never before disclosed meetings with prominent figures after he pled guilty to those sex crimes in 2008. This is coming from reporting by the Wall Street Journal. Now, according to the Wall Street Journal, it is not clear what the nature of these meetings were or if they actually took place. But who are these people and what does this all mean? Well, time to bring in our Jeffrey Epstein expert, although I'm not sure he would love that title. So I'm going to give you a better title for him. The better one is managing editor of Law and Crime and the host of the Objections podcast, Adam Klasfeld. Adam, good to see you. Good to see you too, Jesse. And thanks for the revised title. Yeah, I, th- I figured you'd like that more. Um, so, I mean, my goodness, I'm reading this Wall Street Journal report and it's being circulated by other outlets. They're saying he had meetings with the now director of the Central Intelligence Agency, William Burns, huh. President Barack Obama's White House counsel, Catherine Rumler. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. Huh. Bard College President Leon Botstein and Professor Noam Chomsky. When you hear about this, let's be very clear. Did we have any inclination that these people had a connection to Jeffrey Epstein or he had potential meetings with them now this breaks very new ground jesse i mean just take noam chomsky for example uh, the, one of the kind of startling things in the article is noam chomsky's reaction to it which is essentially it's none of your business he obviously did not want to be confronted with this information and he had enough cheese along with the other six son of dogs that visited the sex traffickers island to have the democrat senate squash a subpoena of the flight logs that's the news not newsome the failed fraud with the fake teeth that's the news don't follow the bouncing ball think about the money that's being made behind the curtain robert you got 20 seconds yeah what do you think about mrs clinton stepping in on gavin newsome and biden to get rid of them 
That's a porno nobody wants to see. And Mrs. Clinton isn't stepping anywhere. Her dogs are barking. That thigh-chafing, chubby son of a dog isn't interested in doing anything other than having Bill say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, for the rest of his miserable life. He is hoping for the angel of death far more than Jimmy Carter is. All right, have a great weekend. And remember, we win in the end. Squirrel, let's make everybody feel good going into the weekend. Hit it. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched was so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star-spangled matter yet wave or the land of the J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.